0: Everyone, welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar. I'm so grateful you're here today. We are in for a solo episode, so it's just gonna be me and you. And we're going to be diving into a very important topic today. When it comes to breaking beyond your comfort zone, going beyond your own limits, and ultimately growing in new directions that feel a little bit uncomfortable but cause you to experience the most expansion you could possibly activate for yourself and the topic for today is going to be limiting beliefs so, a couple of weeks ago, I want to say it was around a month and a half ago, I was invited by Medicaid, which is this really good skincare company, to go on a little dinner with them and their team. It's a UK space company, so they were like integrating into the US and like into the international markets and everything. So, it was a really intimate dinner. It was really great. I've been using their products like every day and they're actually so good. So, a little shout out to Medicaid. But before the dinner started, everyone was just kind of gathering around the room And talking and I was meeting a few other creators and it was like a little networking moment. And I was talking to this girl who works in fashion and stuff like that. And at one point, she made a comment and I honestly can't remember what it was. But I turned to her and I was like, that's a limiting belief. I think it w- we were talking about like her being able to do content creation full time. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm like older. I like, I don't think I can do it. Like it's too late or whatever. I'm like too late to the game. And I was like, that's a limiting belief. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, what is the limiting belief? What is that? Like, what are you saying? And she was like, did you invent that? And I was like, no, like I didn't invent the concept of a limiting belief, but I was surprised that she didn't know about it. And I was surprised that other people don't know about it. So I thought it would be a cool topic to dive into. And to break down a little bit so you can understand better what limiting beliefs are, how they might play an impact in your own life, and how they might be hindering you so that you can then rewire that and change your beliefs to activate more empowering ones that then help you expand and grow in the ways you want to grow in. So that's going to be today's podcast episode. I'm super excited. And with that said, we're going to dive right in. But before we do, If you are enjoying the podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, remember to hit the little bell icon at the top left corner of Spotify and the plus button on the top right corner of Apple Podcasts so you can be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can also make sure to hit subscribe and be in a loop for future episodes. So I love you all. And with that said, let's... Dive right in and let's get growing. All right, first things first, you guys know I love a good definition. So let's talk about what limiting beliefs are. A limiting belief is basically a belief or a state of mind that ultimately blocks you and limits you as a human being and in your own personal growth. And the way to spot a limiting belief is it sounds something like this I'm bad with numbers. I'm always late. I'm afraid of commitment. No one wants to date me. No one's gonna wanna pay me for this. My rates are too high. My social media content doesn't look aesthetic enough. My social media account sucks. No one sees my content. I'm bad at sales. I suck. Men suck. My friends are always leaving me out. I'm always the one left out of things. No one wants me around. I'm not good enough. I can't trust anyone. These are limiting beliefs. If you look at them at the core of it, when you believe these things, when you believe everyone leaves me out or my social media content isn't good enough, you are essentially cueing your brain, your subconscious mind, to continue perpetuating these beliefs with situations that essentially make these beliefs true. So let's break that down. Basically, every single belief that you have about yourself, about your worth, about life, about your friends, about your career, about everything is stored in your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind, you know, when people say like, oh, you only use 5% of your brain, That's your conscious mind. That's the part of your brain that you are aware of, that you can be like, oh, I just thought that thought, you know, or, oh, I need to do X, Y, Z. That's your conscious mind. But there is a whole other 95% of your brain that you can't really access, that you don't really consciously have awareness of, and that is the subconscious mind. And it's almost like this iceberg. The conscious mind represents the top 5% of your brain, And the subconscious mind is the whole bottom of the iceberg that's underneath the water that you can't see, but makes up the iceberg, right? Your beliefs, your subconscious mind, it makes you up. It makes up your life. It makes up the situations that you attract. But sometimes it's not something we're necessarily so, so aware of. And every single experience you've ever had from the moment you were born until this moment has been stored in your subconscious mind. So maybe an experience you had when you were very, very little that has been stored in your subconscious mind is creating a belief that isn't even true. That maybe your child self, you know, that had a different cognitive ability and understanding ability and processing ability of your life experiences stored in your subconscious mind, but isn't necessarily true. And then that belief is continuously perpetuated in your life until you rewire it and change it. And so any experience, whether it's a dating experience, relationship with your parents, a childhood experience, a travel experience, a work experience, a friendship experience, your education, the people you surround yourself with, like your relatives and the things that they say, or even the things that your teachers said to you about your abilities, or about certain things in the world. All those things have gotten stored in your own brain, in your own subconscious, and it's your job to, over time, understand which of them are blocking you and which of them are limiting beliefs, and then you can start rewiring them. So that's a little bit about how your limiting beliefs get stored and created and how they kind of come to be, and that's important for you to understand because then you can have more context and more of a help and understanding of, oh maybe this is why I think X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, yes, I did have that experience. Maybe that caused me to have this belief and therefore I need to change that belief. So when it comes down to rewiring your beliefs, the first step is noticing when they come up. So like if they come up from your subconscious to your conscious mind and you're aware of it and you notice it, like it's something you say out loud or something that you thought and you are able to observe your own thoughts and notice it. Or you can, you know, think back to your experiences, think back to what you heard when you were younger or when you were in school or things that have been said to you or experiences you've had and almost like infer, oh, like this probably, you know, gave me this belief. And so, that's the first step is like really getting face to face with your beliefs. Do you believe you're worthy? Do you believe that you are only beautiful if you're a certain weight? Do you believe that you're capable of achieving what you want? Or do you believe you're doomed to fail? Do you believe you're worthy of making money and spending money? Or do you believe that money is the root of all evil and that, you know, whenever you make money, you end up spending it all? Or do you believe that people want to date you and that you're worthy of healthy love? Or do you have the limiting belief that no one wants to date you, that you're unlovable, that everyone, you know, finds you unattractive, that everyone drops you after a week of dating you? Like, what are your beliefs? And notice if you say them out loud, especially, you know, if you say like, oh my God, like that's so expensive. Oh my God, like rich people suck. Or like, oh my God, that guy sucks, all men are horrible, all men suck, like really be mindful there. And one of my favorite books is The Four Agreements. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word. And I'm huge on this. I'm really, really big on being impeccable with the words that I utter into my life. You have to be very, very careful with what you are speaking out because essentially that is telling your subconscious brain, What is the truth? And your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between fact or a lie, you know, between truth and something that's not true. It just knows what you tell it, what you utter, what you think, what you believe. And so be impeccable with your word. Be really aware of what you're contributing, how you're speaking these, you know, limiting beliefs into existence, how you are contributing to them continuing in your life. And once you start deepening this awareness, you're then able to start kind of changing the script. And one great way to start changing your limiting beliefs is to catch yourself in the moment when you say something, just take it back. Just say like, no, actually, I'm worthy of charging my worth. I'm worthy of making money. I'm worthy of living the life of my dreams. I'm worthy of healthy love. Like if you say something like men suck, say like, no, no. I believe that I deserve love. I believe that there are nice men out there. I believe there are men who respect women. I see it, right? And a lot of the times when we see someone else have something we want, we get kind of triggered, right? And we're like, whoa, why am I triggered right now? Why did that trigger me? And a lot of the times it's because you want it and maybe you don't believe that you deserve it. And these people you know, let's say someone has a really, really amazing relationship and you're like single and you're like feeling really down about your dating situation. Many times you might look at these other couples that are happy and thriving and whatever, who seem to have healthy love. And you're like, oh, why me? You know, that's never possible for me. Like that doesn't exist for me oh, like, I'm so annoyed at them, they're so cringy, la 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 la, and you go down this spiral of victimization, of putting yourself in this position of, woe is me, you know, nothing works out for me, why them and not me, like, this lack mindset, this self-judgment, this just, like, victimization perspective, but instead, you can see these people as your expanders, because by seeing these people, you can tell yourself, wow, that is the exact proof that Healthy Love exists. And therefore, it's also possible for me. And therefore, my belief that healthy love is doomed to fail or that it doesn't exist or that I'm not worthy of it, therefore, that doesn't mean it's true. Like that belief is false, actually. And then you start rewiring those beliefs. And that's why it's really awesome to be surrounded by people who you admire and who you look up to because those people can be these expanders that can help you let go of unhelpful beliefs that keep you stagnant, that keep you in your limits. Another really good way to uh, address limiting beliefs and rewire them is through journaling, through like a little exercise that you can do. So what you can do is you can grab a piece of paper and on one paper, on one side of the paper, you write out all of your limiting beliefs and you can think about them in the categories of money, career, love, relationships, health, and maybe friendships and success. Just write out all the beliefs that you feel are limiting beliefs that you have. And again, compassion. It's much more important for you to be honest with yourself about these beliefs than for you to think like, wait, no, like I don't have any limiting beliefs. Like my beliefs are fine. Like whatever. No, like actually you probably do have some limiting beliefs. So just write them out. And just because you're writing them out doesn't mean you're going to cause them to manifest or anything. You're just bringing awareness to them. So you can write them all out this probably would take like 10 minutes, if not less. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take another piece of paper and you're going to put it next to that paper and you're going to think, okay, where did this belief come from? What experience led to this belief? And you can also reverse it if that's easier for you. You can think, okay, well, where my childhood experiences? What have been my career experiences, my romantic experiences, my friendship experiences? And what beliefs have arisen from these experiences, right? Let's say when you were younger, there was one time when you were excluded from something. Maybe that formulated the belief that you were always left out. However, the way to rewire the belief, to let go of that limiting belief, is to think, when is one time when I have not been left out, when I was included? And it can be in any situation that you were included. And then you can say, wait, that doesn't make that belief true anymore right i'm not always excluded i'm actually included and so through that exercise through that like curation of like remembering an example that refutes that belief you're automatically telling your subconscious mind to let go of that belief and then you can take it one step further which is transforming that limiting belief into an affirmation or into a positive phrase so Perfect example. We'll continue with this one. You always think you're excluded, right? Oh, everyone always leaves me out. I'm always excluded. My friends never include me in their plans. You think of an example when someone did include you. Maybe it was a relative, someone at work. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be necessarily in the friendship space, but something that's just going to disprove the fact that you're always excluded. And then you write your affirmation and you say, I am included and I am accepted and embraced just as I am or I am included, people love to include me in their plans. And at first, maybe your subconscious mind isn't gonna necessarily automatically believe that. And you might not even automatically believe that. You may be like, wait, that feels so weird to say. But again, going back to my original point, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between truth and lie. It doesn't know the difference between a fact and fake news. Like it just doesn't. And so, you are the master of your subconscious mind. You get to tell your subconscious mind what to believe. And so, start saying the affirmations. Start saying them when you're brushing your teeth, in your mind, or out loud, when you're like lotioning your body or doing your hair or skincare, and saying them out loud or saying them to yourself in your mind. Start saying these affirmations. And you can have them in sticky notes, you can glue them in your mirror, or you can do them before bed and have a little piece of paper next to your bed. You just pull really quick and read like three times before sleeping. Like you can do this in many different ways, you know, through this little activity that I just described, or you can also supplement that or just start with noticing when you speak out loud certain things that are limiting beliefs and catching yourself and then stopping that in its tracks. That is the essence of how you can start observing the beliefs that block you, the beliefs that keep you in your little comfort zone, the beliefs that prevent you from reaching the success you dream of, and you can start letting them go to create space and beliefs that actually serve you and that are actually going to get you where you want to go. Because growth is something that's always happening, but When we keep ourselves in our comfort zone, a lot of the times it's because our subconscious mind likes the comfort zone. Our ego likes the comfort zone because, in the comfort zone, you're the master. You already know everything that you need to know. But when you get out of the comfort zone and you try something different, at first it's gonna feel uncomfortable. At first it might even feel unnatural. But that doesn't mean it's bad, it just means it's new and different and that it means that you are growing. It accelerates your growth, it accelerates your expansion. And so that is everything I wanted to share today. Really short and informational episode, but I wanted to really talk about this because I was kind of shook that more people don't know about limiting beliefs. And hopefully this inspires you to get real with yourself. on like, how am I limiting myself? How am I not letting myself do the things I want because I don't think I'm good enough or because I have certain beliefs that have been ingrained in me? And a lot of the times, like, these beliefs weren't ingrained by you. They were ingrained by your teachers or your parents or your friends or society at large. And so don't beat yourself up if you do have them, if you do have something that's a limiting belief. Like, I'll give an example for myself. When I was younger, when I was, like, early on in college, like, I grew up with very loving parents. I'm very grateful for them. They've given me a lot of opportunities. But based on their own experiences, their own journeys, their own like definitions of success and money and all of this, I was often told that creative pursuits are not an avenue of success and I was often told that achieving success as an entrepreneur or as a creative person, whether it's a photographer, graphic designer, videographer, video editor, photographer, anything like that, that it was really hard to be successful in that field that it's really unlikely that I would be successful in that field, that me going to get an education in college wasn't worthwhile if that's what I was going to go do with my time. There was all of these things I was told that at first were really, really hard for me to just, like, one, be hearing. Like, I remember when I first was told these things, like, it hurt a lot, man, because I'm such a creative person. Like, I grew up, like, drawing all day long and making dance choreography in my living room to present to my family and writing books and making little videos on photo booth and that was my that's always been my passion like I've always been a creative person and that's how I feel like my best self like my most channeled higher self comes through my art comes through creative pursuits and so for a long time that was that's always been who I am And when my parents started saying these things about like success and creativity and, you know, it being really hard to be a successful creative, I eventually started disconnecting from my true self. And I started pursuing certain things, whether it was like my college major or like the jobs I was pursuing, because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. You know, that I was supposed to go into a more analytical field or that I was supposed to study business or whatever. And I'm grateful for every experience. I wouldn't take anything back, but I really do think that because of these limiting beliefs that I started ingraining about the ability of being successful as a creative person, I started picking things that weren't coming from my authentic self. I wasn't selecting opportunities and experiences and educational experiences out of, oh, I really love this and I really want to do this. I was doing it because I was noticing that's what was the path of success that was expected of me or it was what everyone else was doing and what seemed to work for other people to achieve success. And over time, as I started creating content, as I started connecting back to my creative self, as I started sharing my creative self online and building my community, all of it, like as I started doing all of these things, I came face to face with a lot of these limiting beliefs and I had to start breaking them little by little, one by one. I had to start breaking these beliefs and reminding myself that I am worthy of success and I'm capable of success and I'm capable of achieving great things as a creative woman, as a creative human being. And that that is a beautiful thing and that I need to see that as a value and as a skill and as something really, really valuable. And over time, right now, I definitely feel like I've worked past these beliefs. Maybe they still linger in small little ways, but overall i feel a lot better about it and i feel like i've been able to rewire my brain to help me achieve success to help me achieve opportunities that i want and i'll give another example actually that came up when i was working with a business coach a while ago and we were looking at my limiting beliefs and trying to understand where they were coming from and my blocks and when i was around 13 i had just moved to the west like instagram was like very 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 new like I remember I downloaded Instagram on seventh grade and no one had Instagram. And then I moved to the U.S. in eighth grade and everyone started getting Instagram. And at that point, like Facebook already existed, but Instagram was really, really new. And I remember someone, I think it was in between my eighth grade and freshman year of high school, someone created a fake Instagram account of me. They made like a little fake account. And they were getting pictures from my Facebook and my Instagram. And they were posting them on this page with like really weird captions. Like they were posting these pictures and they were saying like, oh my god, I'm such a diva. I don't know, like random things like that. And they were following people that I knew. And I was so scared. Like I found out about this account. I don't remember who told me, but I found out about it eventually. And I freaked out and I deleted my own account like out of fear I was like someone's stalking me this is so creepy like I was so 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 shook and I remember I think I stayed like a year without Instagram after that and then eventually I created a new Instagram and then like it was fine time passed but I do think that for a really long time that lingered in my subconscious like this fear of being seen and like I grew up with parents who are like Latino and they were always really scared of social media and like they're very private people And so I remember when I used to like love watching YouTube videos when I was younger, like used to love watching Bethany Moda. Like if you know, you know, like she was this like teen YouTuber. She would do like makeup routines, stuff like that, like makeup by Mandy also I used to love. And I used to want to be a YouTuber. And I used to ask my parents, like, can I start YouTube? And they didn't let me because they, you know, were afraid of like safety reasons and stuff. And so for a long time, like there was these beliefs that were ingrained in me that like sharing your life on social media is quote unquote dangerous, unsafe. And obviously, like that was 10 years ago, like so much has changed in social media from that point to now, like between all the new social medias that have been launched, like from Instagram to Snapchat to TikTok to like Yik Yak, like all these different medias, like it's changed so much and It's such a new universe that the older generations just don't understand. And so as I started the Carolina lifestyle, as I started growing the account, as I started facing blocks, I had to face those blocks and I had to remember it. I remembered this happening, this occurrence when I was like 13 years old and I had to kind of like rework through that belief and be like, no, I love being seen. Like it's okay for me to be seen. I enjoy sharing my life. I enjoy inspiring other people. I feel okay and I feel comfortable and I feel empowered in being in the spotlight and being, you know, in a public account. And over time, I started breaking these boundaries and I started breaking these limits that I imposed on myself. And those are just two examples. There are so many other ways that I've worked through limiting beliefs in my romantic relationships, in my relationship to my parents, in my ability to make money in my friendship experiences, like it's happened in many areas of my life. And one of the ways has been through journaling and the exercise that I described and other ways has been through just more awareness and picking up, you know, when I have a a thought or a remembrance of an experience that led to a belief or when I notice myself or I catch myself saying certain things. So I'm hoping that this is resonating. I hope this was really helpful to you that it inspires you to start navigating and investigating your own limiting beliefs. I hope I'm also leaving you with some tangible tools on how to start the process of letting go of these beliefs. And with all of that said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Definitely let me know if you enjoyed the episode and if you learned something new. I'm excited to hear that and to just learn more about your own experiences with limiting beliefs. I'm always here to support you. And if you guys are looking to connect with other listeners and with each other, make sure to join our free Geneva group chat that is linked in the description of the episode as well. And without further ado, I hope you water yourself for the rest of this week, and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye for now!